Welcome to the Honor the Gift Podcast. I am your host, Art McCracken. I specialize in transformational leadership and high-performance coaching. I've worked with hundreds of companies and thousands of individuals along the way, helping them achieve greater outcomes in all aspects of their life. I'm a speaker and writer, but at the end of the day, none of that holds a candle to being a husband, father, and friend. I believe the greatest gift in our mortal existence is the gift of choice. How we honor that gift will shape the eternities. I also believe that career is a way of being and not just a way of life. And when you figure that out, by learning to let go of the charades and leaning into growth, life just seems to unlock itself. I know this because I've lived it. Quite simply, my calling is people experience living true. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making the commitment to lean into growth. I honor your journey. Now, let's do this. Hello, friends, and welcome to another weekly episode. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about emotional entitlement. When it comes to our own emotions and justification of mood, we often proclaim all manner of entitled space and candor in regards to our feelings and the need to either be heard or receive allocated time to vent. While I won't argue that each of us have a myriad of choices in front of us on how, when, and if we might express ourselves, what I have begun noticing more recently is a sense of emotional entitlement. There is no governance that exists that would preclude us from feeling something. In fact, what we feel can be an honest grounding element in any assessment we find ourselves making. Feeling, however, does not always translate to an external manifestation of one's present state of being. Suppressed or open, again, remains a choice available to us based often on our own awareness of self and established biases. Manipulation, however, based on those biases is often a way that plays out in open criticism of others. What I've noticed is when we complain about someone's behavior, it's typically behavior we are all too familiar with ourselves. Let me say that one more time. What I've noticed is when we complain about someone else's behavior, it's typically behavior that we are all too familiar with ourselves. This isn't an accusation, but rather a stark awareness, as I've been guilty of this in my own life and of this type of emotional outburst. When emotion moves from an internal feeling to an external mode of manipulation or justification paired with a rant, therein lies the obstacle. Emotion is either rich with connection or ripe with expulsion. As it goes, let me draw attention to three terms or, and or concepts that show up for us as complex organisms thriving and jiving in imperfection. So there's three things. Number one, counterfeit emotional language. Number two, rational emotive approach. And number three, emotional intelligence. So counterfeit emotional language. It's a form of communication that seems to express feelings but doesn't quite describe what a person's honest internal state might be. At times, one could consider this an element or form of cordial hypocrisy. Rational emotional approach uses rational thinking to challenge and change debilitating emotions that undermine self-concept and self-esteem. This rationalization can come from ourselves or others as a defense mechanism or change agent. The last one I mentioned was emotional intelligence. It's the unique ability to recognize one's own feelings, and the fortitude to assess what might be appropriate given certain circumstances. It also engages a maturity and skill to communicate those feelings effectively. When it comes to our emotional state, our physiology, perceptions, and social experiences all come into play. 
In a self-serving state, we become less effective when we express our emotions in generalities without ownership and from a state of counterfeit. A colleague of mine and a fellow coach brought some serious heat when he explained, in quotes, we often judge others based on their actions, but ourselves based on our intentions. It's often not a different story, just a different perspective. End quote. That came from a friend named Kermit Jones. And Kermit, you are a genius. I, again, we, we often judge others based on our actions, but ourselves based on our intentions. And it's often not a different story, just a different perspective. So thank you, Kermit, for that. So here's the summary as I try to bake it down. During times of increased self-awareness and growth, know that associated upheaval and transformation will always be present and will always leave you in a state of confusion and uncertainty. Have faith, however, in the fact that we were designed around unpredictability. Uncertainty is scary for sure, but it is in this uncertainty that we gain a new paradigm. In this new paradigm, might we challenge ourselves to consider that while we are fully entitled to our own emotions, we are never entitled to the emotions associated with dismissive behavior and criticisms of another, particularly when the behavior is one we've too been guilty of in our own times of imperfection. Let us learn to slow down. Let us be less quick to allow frustration and anger to enter our world. Let us be thoughtful in our reflection and judgment of self along our own journey before we release an entitled assessment of someone else. Remember that growth is always a choice. Until next week, my friends, make it a great one. And remember to always honor the gift.